0: Welcome to Be The Light podcast. This podcast is about building a momentum of positive change and healing in you by shining the light on teachers and the wisdom they have to share with us to help us to remember our inner light and to continue to grow. I'm your host, Maria Kammerer. Thanks for joining me today. Today's guest is Bronwyn Logan. Bronwyn is based in Australia and is the co-author of the Reiki source book, The Japanese Art of Reiki and Your Reiki Treatment. She teaches all levels of the system of Reiki, as well as giving special classes, including animal Reiki and women's retreats globally. In today's conversation, Bronwyn is talking with us about animal Reiki and what Reiki is. At the end of the interview, she guides us in a meditation, and I want to share with you that this interview happened on the day that the World Health Organization announced the coronavirus pandemic. So she leads us in a meditation to help us, to bring us into our center and to help us to heal. So I hope you enjoy this beautiful interview with Bronwyn Logan. So I want to talk to you about animal Reiki, but first I feel like I have to ask you, you know, to explain what Reiki is.
1: Okay. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, well if we're starting with what Reiki is, so we're not talking about the system of Reiki, we're talking about something that's energetic, I mean, it depends, you know, we can look at it from a literal translation. We could look at it from a feeling we could, you know, so there's a lot of different ways that you could see it. So, um, if I were to, you know, if we look at it from a literal translation, then we come to something like spiritual energy. Um, so Reiki, uh, if we look at it from a uh, a deeper perspective, uh, sort of more in context, if you like, so how it might um, sit within how we're talking about, you know, when we when we teach and we're talking about, you know, what Reiki is and, and trying to give people an understanding of that feeling,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then um, perhaps the best way to look at it is to start from an internal perspective. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... I'll go a little off topic here, but we've got lots of time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, heard, I heard a eulogy recently and it was for a number of people who had died. And the person who was giving the eulogy said something along the lines of, um, you know, um, you, and he meant each individual person, you were the centre of your universe.
2: Mm,
1: mm. And it was such a beautiful thing to say, I, I felt, you know. It was that each person, they were, all they could experience was their own universe, if you like, yeah, and the universe that they lived in, and they were the centre of that universe. And um, so each person was incredibly um, special and unique, and um I I just felt that 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 idea of being the center of your own universe really explains how we exist in this world because we can only go from what we have inside us and, um, our experiences that we have. So if we think about the system of Reiki, then, Oh, if we think about Reiki, I should say, (laughs) um, if we think about Reiki, then, you know, we really are thinking about, um, if it's spiritual energy, then um, we are spiritual energy. So what does that mean? Um, how do we then connect with everything uh, around us? And I, I, I guess my, my, uh, the way that I talk about it is that I always say that we're not a cookie cutter. So mm. if I look at your shape that I can see right now, you're not <laughs> like I can't sort of, I couldn't cut around you and say, well, this is you. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. you are so much more than that. You are all of this as well. Yeah. And yeah. everything that exists out there is a part of you. Mm. And that's how I see Reiki. So, you know, we talk about it being um your true self, you know, who you really, really are. Um, we talk about it being I, I like the idea of the great bright light because it's a very visual concept. Mm-hmm. So, and because if if you are that great bright light. So you are this beautiful, great, bright light and you shine. There is no beginning or end. I can't see. I can't go, oh, you only come this far or you come that far. I don't know, you know. (laughs) And it's everything that you um, experience in your life, really. Mm -hmm. You are that. And um, so, yeah, that's a very long, convoluted way (laughs) of Uh, reiki but yes so it is um starts from us and it is that thing that everything that we are uh and everything that we experience is is really actually reiki
2: mm.
1: and um that's from a more deeper perspective on 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 what it might um actually mean for us yeah beautiful well, well said thank you so much
0: because <laughs> we're the center of our universe yeah, so beautiful. But we're, that means we're in the universe, not separate from it. Everything, everything is us. Everything, <laughs> everything that
1: we experience. <laughs> it's just us.
0: Yeah. It's a wonderful way to live, isn't it? hmm So much yes. more joy. Yeah. Absolutely. And happiness. <laughs> so how, and then, you know, the system of Reiki, of course, <laughs> you know, which we practice yep. um, to help us to develop that universe within us and also that feeling of not being separate from everything else yeah but how did you start working with animals how did that come apart is that like part of who well, you are, or are you just I think it's a animals? bit
1: like asking a mother how did she start working with her baby you know <laughs> Isn't it? yeah it
2: <laughs> I'm sorry
1: we could try a different <laughs> question <be> sorry <laughs> okay what was that we could try a different question. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good question, uh, because you know people don't really know. I guess yeah. you know. Yeah. So, um, but I do feel that it is very much like a mother being with a baby. Yeah. So there is when when you hold a baby, you know there is that sense of uh, total connection,
2: mm.
1: and uh, especially if it's your baby, because there was total connection physically <laughs> as well right so um you know that that sense that that there is no I tell you what you know that thing that um I'll just talk about mums and babies to start with I like sounds good convoluted <laughs> yeah um so uh I remember when 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 my child was very young and uh, sort of maybe you know like I know three, something like that. And I had a friend who was a kinesiologist. Yeah. Mm. And they do like muscle testing. So yeah. um, um my my kid was not feeling so well. So um my friend did some muscle testing on me, mm. right? And I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. Why do you do <laughs> that? And she said, Well, because you know, when kids are little, uh, up until you know maybe five or six or something like that, you know everything that they do is is with you, and you two have this incredible connection, right? So if you've got this incredible connection, then whatever is happening to that child is also related to what's happening with you, and so. Yeah, so she just did it from the, because it was easier to work with an adult than it was with a kid, you know, to say, hold out your hand, do this and that. And uh, yeah, I just, I found that a fascinating idea. And it is very much how we work and what we want to do, for example, with animals. I have a very similar feeling towards animals as I would to a baby Mm. in that uh, animals are vulnerable you know, in the same way that a child is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I feel quite, I guess I i have a sense personally, a sense of responsibility towards an animal for their welfare. And that's just me personally. So I want to make sure if I see an animal that, you know, if there's some way that I can help, then I do that help, whatever mm-hmm. it is that I can do. Yeah. And I feel this, um, I feel a great deal of love for that animal and, uh, that may well be because I think there's quite a few reasons in that. Um, it's like we've all evolved. This is a bit different, but you know we all evolved <laughs> to um, to be for a purpose in, in a sense, yes, and um, for each other. So that's how we all work together. That's how you know there is. Like, we like cogs in a machine. That's how everything just flows and works. Yep. Yeah? So if you have an animal who is reliant, a domestic animal, let's start there. Yeah. Who is reliant upon a human being mm. for, um, care. Yeah. So that's how we've evolved together. We actually have evolved together. So we have this, this experience of, of needing to, um, be with each other. Yeah. Mm. So it's a bit like a flower. A flower is beautiful. This is, this, is a, yes. this is a theory, yeah, the theory is that a flower is so beautiful because it's evolved into that way to attract things, mm. yeah? So, um, and those things help it. And one of right. those things that it attracts is us. We water the flower, yes? We prune it, we keep it looking good, and then the flowers come, the bees come, you know, and like I said, yeah. we're all cogs in this machine, right? Wow. So same with pets. Yeah, sure. Sure. if I'm a pet, I mean, I cannot, if I see, I've got this beautiful, big, fluffy white dog. He's like a polar bear, right? And uh, in fact, people often call him a polar bear. So, you know, when I see him, I just have to hug him, you know, I just have to be with him. I need to, you know, and he loves it, you know, and if he doesn't want, he tells me, right? Mm -hmm. But we have, you know, I'm so, and he's got this beautiful face and those doggy eyes that, you know. Mm. <laughs> and it's so attractive. And I think, you know, there is that thing that we we, you know, they are like that so that we are attracted to them. And mm. then we support them. And you know, we have that we are all cogs in this machine of existence. Yeah. So um that's just about attraction to animals. And I was talking about domestic animals there. And I'm sure, you know, this is just a theory, but I quite like the idea that we it just is how we all live together yeah <laughs> and it's sort of like the symbiosis of life and yeah. uh, so i think you know i've always been incredibly attracted to animals and i and that thing of them being um often vulnerable to mm. us as human beings i mean we are sort of the top of the chain of of uh predators yep yeah. so we we have a lot of power in that sense over an animal's life unfortunately mm. and that gives us the sure. choice to to, to hurt them or to to love them, yeah, and um, I definitely choose to to love and protect uh, animals, yeah. So I've always had that from when I was a child. I remember when I was a kid crying because my dad emptied out my ice cream container of tadpoles, you know, <laughs> and you know, not he didn't understand how precious those tadpoles were. So. <laughs> so i've always been that way but so i've always Beautiful. loved animals and if ever i had an experience if ever i had the opportunity i would have animals you know and yes. for example where i live i live on 5 acres in the mountains and it's a fairly isolated sort of area um i lived here for a couple of years when i had a little baby so that sort of took up a bit of my time and i i didn't get an animal for a couple of years and um i found that we stayed in the house a lot we didn't sort of go out much there was It was like this property was quite still
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and um, it's in a colder part so we don't have that many wild animals sort of going through we Mm -hmm. have birds but you know it's not like filled with wildlife and um, it was fairly still and then once I got one animal I went oh yeah you know I I, this is wonderful I got a dog and I was like okay so if I've got one I may as well have 15 him right so <laughs> sure um, if you're looking after one you may as well look after more is what I'm yes
2: saying. yes. <laughs> and, uh, so
1: I just sort of started um you know coming across animals and and um sharing my life with them here and the whole place just came alive it's amazing and it's just that thing once again I guess of um I guess you know them giving me joy me giving them joy and us sharing that space together yeah you guys
0: are uh co-evolving
1: yeah. together yeah.
0: <laughs> in your beautiful mountaintop home right <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh that sounds so much fun <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, because when you come home, you know, the animals, they're just so loving. They're so, they don't um, hold back anything. They just are so sweet and caring and so present. I always feel like they're such good teachers for us. Like we think we know it all, but really they know so much already. They're already peaceful
1: oh absolutely and you know they don't send like you know we were talking earlier it was probably prior to this uh conversation but um you know just about the idea of you know like strange emails and you know (laughs) animals would just look at you like you're crazy what the hell are you doing you know (laughs) um even like war and things like that you know it's like they will bark at the neighbor's dogs. There's some dogs that have moved in next door and yeah, they, I just hear a bark. They'll, they'll bark at the neighbors, you know, but they're all wagging their tails and they're all just sort of like, who knows what they're doing, you know, what they're saying. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just, it's um, they must look at us and think that we're just crazy how we um, treat each other. And yeah.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. Uh,
0: Keeping it simple. They keep it simple. Yeah, you know, I they, do. Keep, yeah. they really keep it simple. So I always look at my my dog and, you know, think I need to be more like him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> we could all have more animals around.
2: What's so the sort of dog have you got? I have
0: a, he's really sweet. He's a little rescue dog um, that yeah. my family found in the street in the middle of yeah. nowhere So he's a pocket pit bull. He's a, pocket like a, he's a small yeah bull, so yep. he's all muscle yep.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> I've got a new that, little
1: yeah I've um, got a new little one he's also a little rescue one who was found dumped up here and yeah. um she is the same like strong thick, <laughs> and, and she's young and she can chew everything
0: right <laughs> really- <laughs> yeah he was my little dog tornado <laughs> for a bit but he's really great and so loving so loving yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah yeah but I think you know it's so natural it is natural to just share Reiki with him or you know
1: oh, it's like yeah like that. on that subject I mean if we think about Isui said that we heal by using our eyes yeah mm. and our hands and our breath mm. and I think that is just the ultimate when we're with an animal you know, and you see the way that they look at you, yeah, the way that they look, they're watching you all the time. is she happy? Is she not happy? Is that right? Is that wrong? Where should I be? Is that right? you know there's this whole and it's and it's all done with the eyes, you know, and then yeah. and when we connect, you know um, and it is <sighs> you know the eyes are just so magical aren't they in how we how we share that space together mm. and then and when we cuddle each other right you know, and we we hold each other and we share that physical sense together mm. yeah and then you know when we talk about breath I, you know once again it's sharing that space and that can be vocally sharing that space it can be you know, just when we're with each other and we're holding each other, that we move in synchronicity with mm. each other. You know? <laughs> so beautiful. Yes, and so this beautiful. is where, you know, we think of Reiki as this sort of like, well, the system of Reiki as, uh, you know, a very structured sort of thing, um, which of course it is. It has its, you know, that there's actually, you know, a structure around that. But, um, but actual, you know, you were talking about earlier, Reiki, you know, what yeah. is that? You know, it's us being together, living together and sharing that experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. So when you, because you're right, it is a structure, but it's mm-hmm. also very, um, very fluid using our, our whole being, our breath, our eyes, our, which I love that you said that because it's so uh, intimate.
2: Mm.
0: You know, it's just when you're with when you're an animal like that, you're just so sweet and, and so, you know, loving. It's very, very open. Right. Yeah. But, um, when you, um, I noticed like your work, a lot of your work is supporting animals. Like I know you do some charity work and you do, do Reiki treatments for animals as well or. Uh,
1: yeah, I do. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, so I do treatments for animals. I do um, in-person treatments or distance healing. Um, so someone will connect, you know, and say that they have a sick animal, but they might live somewhere else. Yes. So if that's the case, then, uh, yeah, I do that too. Um, and really, once again, you
2: right. know, we're
1: talking about this symbiotic sort of experience you know my Mm. universe is you at the moment and everything in that yeah Yeah. so um if it's the human person that we're talking to in their universe is that animal and you know we're they're all everything is existing in that universe together so I would um ask both the human and to be with that animal yeah and um during that time of doing the healing so Mm. um, that we're all in that space together yeah that we share that space together because we all influence and affect one another in our universe oh yeah. that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> and it makes perfect sense you mm. know
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it's you like, get, it, there's no cookie cutter right there's no like
1: <laughs> doggy sits over there that's the doggy yeah it's the, the healing
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that
0: makes sense it's like the mom with the kinesiologist yep. right yep. beautiful <laughs> so that's wonderful so it's able to um
1: to help the dog get better yeah in the person oh,
2: yeah.
1: yeah and the person because <laughs> we, we you know like I said we're all in this universe so whatever is yeah. happening whatever reverberations are happening around me everybody mm. is in that with me right mm. yeah so you know, and the same for them. Yeah. So if they're unsure, you know, like a new dog, like, you know, a young rescue dog, for example, very unsure, you know, right. and right. always looking to the other animals, to me, to whoever to try to work out how to be, mm. you know, what is the right thing to do? How should I, you know, and, and yet feeling like this and everyone comes to their rescue, you know, everyone comes and, and supports and helps and, and is open and tells that dog, no, yes you know, whatever, yeah. whatever that doggie needs at that time, <laughs> feel safe and secure and happy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's wonderful. I have a lot of friends who are activists and they help animals and I, I volunteer too when I can. And yep. I think there's something there too. It makes me really think about, um, a lot of times people think that animals aren't, I don't know, not as good as humans or they just like the species, you know, that, um, speciesism. yeah, yeah, speciesism, uh, that I've heard that a couple of times lately, and I just, I've really been thinking about that, and mm. just ways for us to, I don't know, kind of shake it up a little, or, you know, what do yeah, you think? Yeah, I mean,
1: even language, you know, like you just said, like, speciesism, you know, it's, it's a weird,
2: it's, yeah.
1: well, it's, you know, people aren't used to thinking in those ways, right, yeah, um, but if we just change our language, so instead of, you know, like owning a dog,
2: mm.
1: right, that's language and it's, and it's hard and it's like that dog has no life except for the life that it exists with me, which mm. isn't true. I know, you know, we talk about this thing, this, this symbiotic thing, but, you know, that dog um, also has its own internal life, yeah? And um, I'm also in its universe as much as it's in my universe, yeah. So if that's the case, then, you know, we share our lives together. Mm. So, yeah, I think, you know, language can help us lift us out of that sort of uh, space of thinking that we are the rulers of the universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, instead putting us back in our place, which is of the universe mm. you know we are all of the universe yeah. so uh yeah so just you know that thing like I, I try very hard not to say you know um that I was it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable to say that I would own an animal for example yeah right but right. I'll often say they're my friends you know my animal yeah. friends or you know oh I share my life with uh, you know a pig or you know whatever <laughs> right so yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> how many animals do you own?
1: <laughs> right, no, I'm just no, kidding. I did none. did <laughs> didn't I? I, I it would be around that. I've probably got about how many s- animal friends? Chicken. Yeah, I've <laughs> got about ten chickens, two ducks. I've got a pig, uh, three. Horses. Oh my gosh! Um, three dogs, three cats. Yeah, but you know what? They're all hanging around, and they're all like they all exist with one another, you know, they learn to just hang out, be with each other and, you know, be in that peaceful space together. So Mm. it's very beautiful.
2: Mm.
0: It is. It is fantastic. Thank you. So, um, yeah. So working with animals, is it, it's different, is it different than working with people? Do you think with Reiki or? i
1: but, but, but you know, I mean, it depends from whose perspective. I mean, right. we do the same thing, I guess, if you like. You know, we open ourselves up to allow whatever, um, whatever is required in that moment to 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 be drawn upon and and uh, by by who, whomever. But I mean. There is a difference, obviously, in... We were talking before, you know, animals are more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So there is that sort of situation. And obviously we can't talk to an animal, so I can't sort of say to an animal, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know, lie down. <laughs> you might fall asleep. You know, it's
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I, I wouldn't... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Breathe down into your huddle. <laughs> I wouldn't say that to a dog, right? So, um... Really, you know, you need to be a lot more flexible. Yeah. And you need to be careful. If they're not your animal, you know, yeah. obviously you need to be careful of um, uh, an animal being upset, mm. for example. You know, feeling something that they're not used to. Right. So, uh, you know, that thing that, you know, uh, it's very good for us as practitioners because humans, we're bound by sort of some... Um, uh, etiquette. Yes. Yeah. To be polite. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: that was lovely. Thank you. (laughs) So, but a dog is not going to say that or a cat or whatever. Right. So they will, you know, just walk away if they don't really want that or, you know, if they don't feel like it. So, you know, there's, um, yeah, that you, it's, you can't, um, you need to let go even more, you know? And I think one of the things I always find one of the, one of the mainstays of, of, uh, learning the system of Reiki is mm. are those words letting go. Yes. So letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go of you know, expectations, perceptions, um, and fears just being flexible. Hey. Yeah. Fears
0: and hopes fears. and, Absolutely. control you can't control how people heal or no. you know, being healed right
2: no yeah.
1: so with an animal they don't have that etiquette as i said so they you know they're a great uh they're a great thing to be with if you like um as we practice and um they allow us to really just know that whatever we do it's okay and um just to be be there yeah mm-hmm. be there for, if if they need us
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I once um
0: was able to um work with some horses and yeah. that was such a um really an eye opener for me because you know it was so humbling, right? Yeah. It, to be in these, I went to their house, you know, to their their paddock or whatever was with them and um and just um it was really just about me opening up into that space and being with them and not even, you know, and, you know, hands on healing, since doing hands on healing, right? Because yeah. that didn't seem appropriate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> come here, it's it's come here,
0: horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little to the left, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it was so... Um, so profound because they were so those like the you said those eyes their beautiful eyes and they're mm-hmm. oh my gosh there's just so much love and um already that they had and just I didn't feel like I was really I felt like I really just got to witness them yeah you know um and it was really very touching
2: I find horses
1: quite a different animal, you know, from like a dog or a cat or whatever. So, yeah, one is they're very big too. Yes. You know, so <laughs> it can be quite intimidating. So that brings up fear for us. Right. So
2: right.
1: that thing of letting go, you know. and But making sure that we're in a safe space so that we can let go, mm.
2: yeah.
1: So there's no reason to put yourself in the middle of a paddock with, you know, stallions. and No, no. You know, it, I mean... You're just asking for trouble, right? Right. So, you, know, right. Good you point. need to, yeah, with any animal, you need to put yourself in a, depending on what's going on for that animal, you know. So, you need sure. to put yourself in a space where you're safe and that you can then let go mm. and that they can open up and then you can be that, be Reiki, yeah? So, right. not be the cookie cutter, be that beautiful open space and allow that animal or all animals. Or, or everything to um be in that space with you yeah
0: mm, thank you thank you for that
2: yeah
1: so I was you, just thinking about something oh hang on no, I was no, just because I you know I'm sitting my brain's going through think of an experience with an animal that would be interesting for you <laughs> <laughs> so going back the to the Yes. Um, and uh, I was thinking recently, I was with an animal who was put to sleep. Mm. So, I mean, that is something that a lot of people go through. Yeah. Because yeah. that is how we um, deal with um, animals in a way that we don't necessarily do that with humans. But, you know, that thing of um, an animal that can't um, move anymore, or, and which was the case for this particular animal. Yep. So, um, being there as that was happening and, um, you know, that is a very profound moment, uh, to be with anyone or anything or whatever, you know, yeah, uh, any, yeah. any being, um, that is dying. And, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, what I found, uh, in that space, So being in that space and using all those different elements that we spoke about. So, you know, using, um, the physical. Yeah. Mm. Um, so with the hands or whatever. Yeah. So being using the, our physical selves, um, for comfort. Eyes. Mm. Yeah. So, um, showing and, uh, opening ourselves to take away like all the mm, shutters or whatever you want to call it and really just allowing allowing that love to exude from us Mm -hmm. yeah from our eyes and um it's like a tool in a way you know it's just they're in in that sense they are our human tools aren't they Mm. So, um, and then the breath, you know, so how we're speaking and how we're sharing that space together. I know that's what we spoke about before, but, you know, when an, when an animal is dying, so the animal um, had, the vet said to me, um, you know, he's gone now and um, I could still feel him, you know, and um, it's still feeling... Um, that energetic being and in that space. Mm-hmm. And when someone dies, I think we can. I don't know what happens after we die, obviously, you know. So, but that thing of connecting, that we can always reconnect to that space. And I think for anyone who has an animal that they've loved very much, that's a beautiful thing for people to be able to understand and experience. Mm. So, and also, obviously, for humans, um, you know, anyone we have that, that um, has passed on who, who we love. So um, understanding that we can energetically go into a space and, and feel when we can, we can feel that person in the way that we might um, do or that animal in that way that we might do distance healing. So we're right. connecting energetically with, mm. with that being and um, in some sense, that being is still of our universe. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I totally believe that that's uh, possible and definitely something that I have done and do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that we can teach people to do too, you know. So, even though we, you know, when we might feel alone or something, that we, we have that ability to still connect with um, our loved animal mm. ones yeah hmm. yeah yeah that's that's probably a bit, you know for me a really very moving beautiful lesson in uh from working with animals
0: it's mm. yeah. so inspiring too because I think we need that those things to um to ex- share that with others so that they can experience it as well it's absolutely yeah <laughs> thank you Well, what a privilege uh, to practice with that animal, be there for them. Yeah. So um, you've been, you know, you've done so much Reiki research over the years. You've um, shared so much from your um, experiences and your research. And have you, um, do you feel like, have you seen like in the wider community just how Reiki has kind of changed? Not oh, yeah. Reiki, like the system of regia or how it's perceived, or can you share a yeah, little? Yeah, I, I like mean, that? I
1: really have. I mean, I think if I go back to um, if I go back to the early, um, I don't even know how to call these words anymore. The early century. <laughs> Is
2: that how we say <laughs> that?
1: <laughs> Last century. <laughs> Good. anyway um all right so if we you know Good the, point. how about that right so you know moving into the 2000s you know yeah um I think that you know when when I first started I I didn't uh you know obviously didn't know anything so <laughs> it's it's taking in all this information and just trying to see how that fits into um. I don't know how that how that creates a uh, a practice that I feel is a complete practice mm-hmm. you know and I think I didn't really feel that in the very beginning because I wasn't really sure what was going on but right I was getting this whole I understood well something in my body understood this energetic <laughs> thing right and yeah. so that's happening but but rationally I I wasn't too sure about you know some of the things that I've sure. been told, or what was happening. Yeah, so um, it was very interesting, and that was that was very motivating because I probably am quite a rational sort of person, and so you know, just putting those things together and and um, trying to make sense of this greater of how this might work in a, in, a, in a I don't know as 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 a, as a complete system. Sure. Sure. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, you're talking about things that it's hard to touch. It's hard to say like your true nature or peace. It's not something that you could yeah. buy off the shelf really, or, or no. have, like you said, there's no cookie cutter. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm amazed that the way that you guys have are, you have been able to communicate and create that system of Reiki to make it so clear
1: no, and make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, very much in the beginning, I was like, well, um, I guess, you know, having to write manuals. Right. um, (laughs) And, you know, even when we began, it was very much like, oh, there are no manuals. People don't use manuals. And I'm like, how do people then, you know, how do they know what you taught them in that class that was quite short? And they go away and then you could see how, you know, that Chinese whispers concept happens and, you know, people just changing things and doing things and, and which, okay, all well and good. But I mean, I, I guess for me personally, I, I needed to have that sort of grounding. Yes. And, um, so, yeah, putting together the first book um, that France and I wrote together, which was, you know, the Reiki source book. So, right. you know, we did a lot of research and I did the writing, you know, and I just, uh, it was great to be able to put it all into perspective. And I really loved the idea of not writing a book that was about my experience. Because mm. they were the only Reiki books that existed at that time. So it was very much people saying, you know, oh, this is, this is what Reiki is to me. Yes, yeah, which is fine, but I needed to probably see a bigger picture than that, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, rather than an individual's experience. And um, so, uh, the Reiki Sourcebook was the idea of that was was to take everybody's ideas and then to put them side by side and say, well, you know, this is sort of how things have evolved and who's influenced who and what did what. Yeah. So, which, yeah, it's fantastic. It's so fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> very valuable. You know, I felt it's very a, much like I had a better grip on what was going on.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Because it's like and an the encyclopedia. Was,
2: what's that? Yeah, it's like it's, an encyclopedia. That was the yeah. idea. Yeah, that was. Very I love much it. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But then the second book was very much then about you know what do I actually experience oh, because you know I think that was a good place to go into from that. So you know this is what people. Um, this is how anyone could read the Reiki source book and pick out themselves in there and go, Oh yeah, I know that. Cause I learned that bit, but I didn't know that because, Oh yeah, that came from there and I can see this, you know, so they could do all of that. But then, um, the Japanese art of Reiki was very much a book about, um, you know, what do I personally as a teacher practice? And that was a great experience because what, what I did was, you know, um, we have manuals, right? So, right. um, how do we break this system up? Mm. And that's where we came up with the five different elements. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you break it up into what, what, what is that, What does it actually consist of? You know, yeah. and trying to really rationally, technically look at each of these things and, and give people something just really solid and basic that they could go. Ah, yes. So if I am to learn a system of Reiki, I actually need to learn these things. Yeah. Right. And, and if I don't so learn these things, then I may as well have learned Tai Chi or I don't know, whatever, <laughs> you know, who knows? I don't know. But yes. there has to be some sort of um, structure to this. Otherwise it is Reiki rather than the system of Reiki. yeah right. And Reiki is, but how do we um, work with that? How do we learn about that? How do we, um, uh, get rid of all the stuff that we have on top of ourselves to get back to being that beautiful great bright light mm, mm, mm. so and that's what the system of Reiki is teaching
0: us yeah 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 beautiful and so the five pillars of Reiki yeah. are hands-on healing right yeah developing spiritual mental focus yeah mantras and symbols raise you in attunements yeah I don't know Hands on healing. Hands on, hands on healing. I'm like, and what else? <laughs> yeah, that's the one.
1: So, you know, and that because there was a lot of, you know, in the beginning and, uh, you know, I think in the, the last 20 years an enormous mm. amount has changed. And, you know, I, uh, I would say that a lot of that is because of having been able to, people being able to see a structure. Yes. You know? And yes. Um, if there is a structure, then we have something which we can, um, feel very confident about and um, something that we can teach um, very easily to somebody else mm. and they can then follow that on. And, and, you know, there is a respect for a practice. And, um, and, you know, we talk about, you know, there's people, especially back then, actually, when, when the internet, was <laughs> take, woo, that's my little shih tzu. Um, when the, when the uh, internet was just starting, there was a lot of, um, you know, teaching online,
2: mm.
1: people trying to teach online, you know, and for me it doesn't work. And one of the reasons is because of confidence. We uh. need to actually, you know, you said the last one, hands on healing, for example. Yeah. So that's a physical thing. Yeah. We mm. are physical beings. So we need to be able to practice because this is a whole system. It's not yes. just one little thing. It is about us and our universe. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, um, someone could tell you something online, but it doesn't give you the confidence to mm-hmm. be able to go and do something. So by creating a very strong structure for people, um, that it's not just hands-on healing either, you know, that was yeah. the other thing. just Reju, you know, a lot of people used to say, Oh, you know, I've been attuned to, to Reiki. Right. So I can do Reiki. And I was a bit like, what does that all mean? You exactly. know, I, it, I didn't get it at all. It's like, I've been attuned to Reiki. Well, I already am Reiki. So I'm not sure. I really, I couldn't quite work out what they felt that gave them some, you know, gave them, you know, it's yes. like, it's, I don't know. The whole thing was a very external practice. Right. Yeah. And um, so you know trying to change those ideas and trying to give every part of that system the respect that it that it really um Mm. could have and actually seeing that the most important part of that was the precepts
2: Mm. for sure Um,
1: yeah because we're human I think that's That's, you know, it's understanding rationally, but also physically enacting and, you know, spiritually being. Mm. So really completely being these precepts. And the only way we could completely be these precepts is by, for us, you know, by using these, these, these elements. Yeah? Yes. I think the only way... know some people will probably be attracted to some of these elements more than other elements obviously Mm -hmm. you know we that's how we are as humans but it gives us different um pathways and different ways for us to to um to travel and um to connect within ourselves to to that aspect of ourselves which is you know that great bright light so giving us ways to do that yeah yeah and I'm
0: so so grateful to you for that thank you thank you so much I mean I'm yeah. still like exciting you right? know <laughs> it's still exciting yeah I love it and I was just the other day I've been I've been just been mulling over that developing spiritual mental focus and what does that mean yeah. and how it's really reflecting in my life and and how that's really being the precepts you know being compassionate and and being so focused because you're no longer distracted with your anger and your worry and all these other things, but so much more present and more compassionate, right? You're, you are the universe more and more. So just, yeah. it still blows my mind sometimes. Just I know.
2: Thinking.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, what? It's, it's a beautiful thing. And if we could, in every moment of our lives, have that have that sense of amazement and wonder, you know, it is that openness, isn't it? To, to, to being the precepts. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh,
0: So glad to talk with you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I asked you um, earlier if you would, um, a little practice to end and,
2: you know, and thank you. With the, I woke up this morning and we, um,
1: the World Health Organization has announced, yes, that yeah. there is, that, that, you know, that COVID-19, is it? 18? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, coronavirus, that it's a, a pand- that they've named, named it as a pandemic. So, you know, there is a lot of fear and right. panic. I can see that yeah and I had a small look online this morning what was happening in the world and you see all that fear and panic um and obviously people need to keep themselves safe and there are ways of doing that um but I think that it would be very helpful for us to be able to spend a little bit of time just um maybe um letting go of that that, mm. that fear and panic, because it's not going to help us in any way in, right. in dealing with this situation. Yep. So, all right, let's close our eyes and just connect your feet to the ground or your body to the ground, just so that you can feel that
2: lovely ground. Your eyes are closed. Your hands are just relaxed on your thighs your shoulders just
1: relaxed, you can give them a wobble, just to feel that physicality of yourself and and how that feels, the difference between being tense when there's, you know, when our body is, is tight and just that lovely sense of when our body is relaxed. And when we move it, we can sense that difference. So just letting them go, letting your arms go. Just letting your spine relax. We want our spine to be lovely and long, but we also want it to be relaxed. The back of our neck long, just bringing our head up. So we're actually probably going to be longer than we normally would be. Our body is up beautiful and beautifully held upright by our spine, but at the same time, it's relaxed and flexible. So we just let it go, even though we're upright. It allows the breath to move down through us easily, to move through our organs, move through our spine, through the cartilages, each breath flowing through us, the blood flowing freely and easily. And just knowing that every part of our body, so all of our organs, including our skin,
2: is just relaxed, our heart, is beating its beautiful pace of calmness. The mind is flowing beautifully as the blood moves through it.
1: And those breaths are natural, just natural deep breaths into the body feeling
2: the hara fill with your energy and breath and the body releasing as you breathe out. Now, just bring your hands and place them on your hara. Feel them pushing out as you breathe in. Feel your mind, watching your hands, sensing your hara as you do this. This very simple action is bringing your mind
1: and all the craziness and things that are going on up there, just bringing them down into your hara as you watch and feel
2: physically your breath entering the hara. And as the breath releases from the Hara, feel the solidity and strength of the earth at the Hara. Feel that beautiful bowl that you're creating there and the fire that you're breathing into the bellows that you are creating, with each breath firing up that fire in the hara. See the flames moving through you and burning away your fear and your worries and your anger, your sense of unknown, Feel the warmth and the comfort of that fire, that beautiful grounding you. And know that everything in your universe is comforted by that beautiful fire that you breathe into every day, every moment. So as you exist in that beautiful fire, there's a sense of relaxation and stillness at the heart of that fire and clarity and brightness. Now, relaxing back, allowing
1: your fire to remain with you at all times in your heart.
2: Each breath is a reminder that you're fueling that beautiful fire
1: and keeping that comfort and safety and warmth and
2: openness with you at all times. Coming back and just breathing very relaxed now. And coming back, slowly opening your eyes,
1: just rubbing your hands together, feeling that physicality of you your arms your body your beautiful warm being that you are Mm. and remembering that you create your own safety and keep that lovely sense of openness still about you yeah so don't close off
0: Mm. yeah Mm. wow what an honor what an honor thank you Thank you. Mary. Thank you for practicing with us
1: today and for sharing. Well, thank you so much. I had a had a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. It was lovely. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll
0: talk soon. Yeah. Take thank care. You. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, Bronwyn Logan, for being the light today. If you want to find out more about her offerings, please go to ihreiki.com or BronwynLogan.com to see her events or to listen to more of her beautiful meditations. Thank you for listening to the Be The Light podcast and for shining your light into your life, becoming part of this momentum of positive change and healing. I'm your host, Maria Kammerer. You can find out more about my work at AtuneCincinnati.com.